it's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. He is Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Gary Ross. Uh, hey, good morning. Welcome. This is game time on a Friday. It's Friday, y'all. TGIF and all that stuff. We welcome you to the program. This is going to be fun. This is a we we have got day one of March Madness in the books. And there is some madness. And there is some humor going on in this room as Ward and I. Took a took a sneak peek at Garrett Ross's <laughs> bracket. Man, left side of your bracket, uh, it's got some some scratch marks on it. You know, we've seen better days, man. Um, <laughs> you just got at this point. At this point, I'm all for chaos. Um, yeah, I'm, my bracket's done. It, it's shot after day one. Uh, Ward, we all saw Kentucky uh, going down in the first round, didn't we? Absolutely not. <laughs> That's the only scratch I have on the left side of my bracket is is the the fighting NBCs. Uh, I wonder if they underwrite that university. No, NBC doesn't. The <laughs> no, Pelicans. They're probably gonna pick them up, give them their own package. No. Yeah, no. That's is it. Pelicans or Peacock? It's the Peacock. Oh, it's Peacock. the Peacock. Yeah, not the Pelicans. Whatever. What'd you say? Were they had two thousand students? Yes. 2,637 students. But they only needed five last night, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> now they'll face Murray State. The racist. Who has the longest win streak in Division One basketball right now. Really? 21 straight. Are you kidding me? No. It's a hot team. Mm-hmm. Wow. Anyway. Everybody doing okay? We, we good? We ready to go for Friday? Mm-hmm. Another right. busy day? Yeah, you got the Baylor women in action this afternoon. Should be fun. Yeah. And anybody want to explain to me why Baylor North Carolina drew the early game? I can't. Yeah, I don't know. That that seems like an afternoon game to me. Only thing I an afternoon game. I'm with you. I I, I there was a lot of talk. Well, could this? You know, it's it's a blue blood in North Carolina. Could this game be in prime time? And I didn't think it could because you still have too many West Coast games that got to be played. Uh, you know, so I think if you're working from right to left, which you would, you, you would do, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's why I was a little surprised that Baylor drew the 11, 10 window, but they did 11, 10 on Saturday, 10 30 for the pregame. That means we'll start game day live at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning from Fort Worth. What time do I got to get up and leave? <laughs> you're gonna set up and everything probably about six yeah, six thirty oh boy oh boy oh boy you know the one morning you sleep late well i don't sleep late Seven fifteen, seven thirty is late for me but i was you know so okay so we're on the road at, at 6 30 is that right about yeah because you never know i know it's an eight an hour and 15 minutes an hour and a half at the max but that's if you never know about I thirty five. That's Ooh. if your that's if your motor vehicle continues to propel forward. Uh, the other day I was in traffic. We were stopped in I guess it was Alvarado, uh, about forty forty five minutes. Uh, Just sitting no, there. No. Just sitting there. See, we we missed all that. We what ward? We got stuck about where I twenty dumps off for a little bit. Yeah, where I twenty dumps off heading in down into Burleson. Stop there. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't like that. No, I was, I mean, I read a book. 
you know, a speed reader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you guys mm-hmm. know how much I love to read books. Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it, okay. We, obviously, the Pelicans are peacocks, right? Peacock. Peacocks. Saint Peter's Peacock. peacocks. What conference were they from? Uh, Metro Athletic. Metro Athletic Conference. All right. So there you go. Uh, anything else jump off the page at you guys? I would say uh, not necessarily jump off the page. I think I made some poor decisions, obviously. Um, but there wasn't anything that really blew me away. I maybe watching Nor- the way North Carolina took out Marquette Ooh. and their efficiency from shooting from beyond the arc, that was pretty impressive. Um, and can they repeat that performance? I don't think you can shoot like that back-to-back. Uh, I mean, obviously they're going to play, they're going to hit shots, but that was a historic night for them, and I don't see them you know, duplicating that against Baylor. You had 12s beating fives, didn't you? That's yeah. kind of the norm for them, though. Yep. Now, by the way, the uh, the two beating the 15, uh, the 15 beating the two, rather, that was the 10th time in the history of the tournament that that's taken place. So it's not like it happens every day. No, but I think yesterday we we was a good example of of the parity. I mean, there were so many players on these teams, uh, you know, these smaller school teams that just can play on and anybody. And I think that was what made yesterday so special. And we're going to see more and more of these, you know, dramatic games and dramatic endings. You know, there's a lot of conversation about, and I think we've had this, the same conversation. But you have super seniors involved. You have the transfer portal involved. You have the three-point line, which can be a neutralizer, an equalizer. Uh, so that that's kind of where we are, I, I guess, uh, with with college basketball. But, Ward, are, are, are we to be surprised that this is – I mean, is the gap closing? I think it is. I, I think there's more parity in college basketball than there has been in quite a while, and, and you pointed out why. I, I really believe that. And, you know, there's – there's not as many guys bailing and going to the NBA or the G League that there used to be. There's not as many one-and-dones as we've had, you know, in, in years past. And I think that's that's good for college basketball because, for me, college basketball was not entertaining. It was not mm-hmm. as as fun as it used to be because of everybody, all the one-and-dones. It just, you know, teams could not get any consistency whatsoever. And I think we're getting back to where teams are – having an opportunity to be more consistent, whether it's the transfer portal, whether it's the super seniors, and whether it's a combination of both, like you pointed out. I, I don't know what it is, but I like it. Charles Barkley had a great point last night. Uh, he said those one-and-dones that you were referring to, he said a couple of years ago those one-and-dones were all gathered on the same teams. I mean, it was the same eight mm-hmm. or nine teams, and so you had these eight or nine teams that were just unbelievably loaded and then everybody else was just there. He said that's not the case anymore. Well, and that's what it was. Yeah. And and, but, and, and what we talked about this morning. That's why there was no parity, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 and what we talked about this morning, you take you take uh, St. Peter's, for example. Could St. Peter's go play in the ACC? No. No, no way. But you're not asking them to play a, th- a three-month schedule. It's a one-game deal. It's 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 six one game seasons, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And you know 
we've talked about it, and, you know, we're going, okay, Scott Drew, he's just, you know, he's, I mean, it's lip service. I mean, it's, look, he's just, he's, that's just the message. Uh, but he's dead right. I mean, what has he been preaching since, since the brackets came out? That the number beside the name doesn't matter. It's a one-game season. You better be prepared to play. I mean, he has preached that. He talked about it yesterday uh, in, in his post game. It, it, it's he he did. I mean, it's just it's it's he has been on that bandwagon since since postseason started, and you know you're like, okay, we get it, we get it, coach. But he, I mean, he, I think you saw yesterday. Uh, you know, e- even some of the games that, that the higher seeds won, there was very few walk-in-the-park type games. Now, Baylor had one. I think they played well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they played real well. And, and look, you guys, we all were there. Norfolk had a couple of nice players, but that was that was the extent of that deal. No, I mean, other than Joe Bryant Jr., there was nobody on Norfolk's team that was going to do anything against Baylor. And I think – they did a good job of isolating him, and you know he he got his points, but they took everybody else out of the game, and they had no chance. No, and, and they just kept growing the lead and growing the lead, and you know, and it could have been a lot worse than what it actually was. Yeah, but you know, and that's, mean, luckily Scott put in another. You know, when the you're guys. grabbing a when you're grabbing a program to see who's going into the game, I wanted number twenty to get a bucket oh, so bad. I, I think everybody <laughs> did, didn't they? He got close, man. I wanted to. Jordan Turner really took advantage. Six points and six rebounds yeah. in just over a minute of play. He's going to be special, man. So, there you go. All right, so we'll get into that. We'll get into uh, – well, I tell you, <laughs> uh, you better be prepared to, to talk some basketball on March Madness because that's kind of what the, what, the, what the show looks like today. We may get some football for you. Uh, anybody surprised Devontae Adams is no longer in Green Bay? Yes. Yeah. How about that one? I'm waiting for Aaron Rodgers to hit up the Pat McAfee show and just rant and rant and cry because it's going to be funny. And I know we're up against the clock, but I want to ask: Is there any way that the Rodgers camp didn't know prior to the 150 million dollar deal that this was probably going to have to happen? You would think logic. I don't know because to me, probably that's the not. one guy you got to have. Yeah, and I figured I, they thought that they could structure it. I, I yeah I don't I don't think they saw that coming I don't think anybody saw that coming from from that side of it I I figured you know if if they're gonna invest in in you know from that from their side if they're gonna invest in me they're gonna give me an opportunity to be successful mm-hmm. and well, well, they well, just took a big chunk of that away well that was my point if I'm going to invest in you and that's the guy I know you really really want and now I've ticked you off again. I mean, I, I just I went and made you mad for the third time in, in two years. That that's so I, I that's why I ask, could he could that could the Rogers camp possibly have known that hey, in order to do all the things that we need to do, that we may have to move on. Not guaranteeing it, but we may have to. I don't know. I just I can't imagine Giving him that kind of cash, and, and look how much is guaranteed, and then saying, okay, we're going to make you mad because we know that you're not going to go to the media and, and, and be upset. Look, Rodgers wouldn't have signed that. I don't think Rodgers would have signed he that deal. He wouldn't have signed that There's deal. There's no way. He would be in Green Bay if he knew they were getting rid of De- Devontae Adams. I don't think it's, so either. There's no way. Hmm. Money talks, though. I'll say that. 
You will hang out with the devil <laughs> if the dollars are right. Seven <laughs> Eleven. this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we welcome you to a Friday. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today and breezy conditions. Again, our wind advisory continues until 4 p.m. Highs top out at 70 degrees. It'll be mostly clear tonight. We drop to 37 and mostly sunny. Warmer tomorrow with a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. You will make more money as a Division One team have access to the NCAA tournament, and that comes with its own payout. You will get all of your games televised, usually on something like ESPN Plus or, or something like that. So there is money involved, but it's not game-changing money. You do kind of have to put the work in uh, and the finances in to be able to do that. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive-through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. 
Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small, they do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers, planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So, get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni. Follow the Bears through the NCAA tournament here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor athletics. Our continuing coverage of Baylor men's and women's basketball in the NCAA tournament is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by Uncle Dan's Barbecue, Southwest Sports Medicine, Hurley Benefit Services, Twisted Creek Ranch, National Land Partners, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Steckler Wayne Cherry and Love Law Firm, Automatic Chef Canteen, Baylor University's Hand Camera School of Business MBA Program, Barnett Contracting, StarTex Propane, and Coaches Smoke. All right, 717, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Welcome to a Friday edition of the program. A, a quick note from the uh, CNC Collision Center text line from the 903. Wait a minute on Rodgers. Not too long ago, he was upset that Green Bay did not draft another weapon on offense in the first round. Now he thinks a $50 million contract will help Green Bay resign offensive stars. Someone is contradicting themselves. Good point. Yep. Uh, so... You know, uh, you want to jump in on our CNC Collision Center text line? It's 254-662-1660. All right. Uh, I just want to go quickly around the horn here. Uh, overall impressions on, on Baylor's play. And, and, and look, I, I realize it was the MEAC Conference champion, Norfolk State. But, uh, hey, they were in the tournament. <laughs> so, uh, just your thoughts on how Baylor played, Ward. I thought they played outstanding. Uh, they they were able to get that, that – um, wheel offense going and when they did they got the open threes I, I think that that broke down a little bit uh there in the middle of the game but they got it back going again and, and picked that back up but um you know it it was kind of what they what they drew up they were able to accomplish against Northfolk and so you know when they can get looks at that like that at the basket they're going to be successful and that's what they were able to do yesterday I mean, they look completely comfortable, you know, and, and I think that, you know, they were they were fresh. They had fresh legs under them. They were confident going in. Uh, you could tell that experience from guys like Flagler and uh, Matthew Meyer and Flo Thamba really came out. Kendall Brown kind of disappeared uh, for, uh, you know, a, a lengthy part of the game, uh, but he kind of emerged later on. Matthew Meyer just went vintage Matthew Meyer. Um, it, it was nice to see him step up. Uh, but I, overall, I, I think they knew they were the better team. They took care of business uh, and – they're prepared now. That they can move on to, uh, to round two. If Matthew Meyer is four of seven from three point land, that that's a different element to the team that they just really haven't had because he he talks about being uh, in a slump, but he he's been 
I mean, let's just be honest. He's been inconsistent from the three-point line uh, a, a lot this year. But he was he got it going early. I think at one point he was two for five, and then he, he I mean four for seven overall, eight for twelve from the field, twenty-two points. Uh, if you get that Matthew Meyer, uh, then that may change the way you look at, at what's going on. Now after the game, uh, Scott Drew met with the media, and uh, one of the things that he talked about, and it was something that Ward brought up, is look, you got bounced in the first round of the Big Twelve tournament. What did that do for you? Come back, get some rest, and, and, and did that benefit your team opening up the tournament yesterday? Well, d- definitely. I thought the uh, the legs were fresh. The guys had worked on their uh, – got some more reps shooting-wise, uh, had some confidence. And I, I thought uh, – uh, I mean, it was really fun to watch. Uh, they really shared the ball. And uh, like you said, flow um, seven for nine, opened things up on the outside. Uh, and then the outside shots were falling, and they were really good looks. So um, when we when we get good looks like that as a coach, then then uh, you're confident uh, uh, um, they're doing a good job sharing the ball and taking the right ones. And what a great point, Flo Thamba, with his parents in the stands, which was cool. But Flo Thamba uh, knocking in 14 points, and when you get points in the paint like that, defense has to collapse. Opens up and gives you good good looks at, at at the at that perimeter jump shot. No, it really does. I think Flo did an excellent job of controlling the paint. My only concern yesterday for Baylor on the inside was offensive rebounding. I think they could have done a better job on the glass. That that's really what opened things up and created a lot of the scoring for uh, Norfolk State was them you know crashing the boards. Uh, but other than that, I mean, yeah, Flo stepped up. He looked really good. He was in the zone, and I expect him to have another big game against North Carolina. 13 offensive rebounds, uh, 25 defensive rebounds for uh, for the Bears. So, uh, yes, and we mentioned Matthew Meyer, and he talked about what it meant to get off to the to the quick start. Yeah, that was big. Um, for me personally, I've been in a little bit of a slump, and uh, my teammates were finding me. Dale found me early. I think Adam. Uh, and then I just felt a lot better. So, uh, and obviously that helped us win the game. And they, as you point out, won it rather comfortably, uh, eighty-five to uh, to forty-nine. Now, Ward, they uh, they're going to get a they're going to get a team that was uh, absolutely on fire yesterday in North Carolina. And yeah, they're going to have their hands full. There's no doubt about it. I mean, this North Carolina team. I don't expect them to be as red hot as they were. Um, Yesterday, I just don't. But you never know. I mean, you know, teams. Some teams find their find their rhythm this time of year, and if 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 that's any indication that uh oh, this team found their rhythm, Baylor's going to have to be on point to be able to you know stay with them and be able to run the floor with them because you know you you got to find something to counter that, and you know it, it's the defense of Baylor that's going to give them the opportunity to counter that. You know, it, it, <laughs> I was thinking about it yesterday. Uh, I, I don't know where they watched the game or if they even did watch the game. I'm sure they did. But clearly that had to get your attention. There's no doubt. Got everybody's attention. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah all across, In America. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So uh, Scott Drew talked about preparing for round two. 
Well, I think uh, you always feel uh, good after a win, and especially when the team plays well. At the same time, we have enough returning players, and they'll do a great job in talking and educating the other guys uh, that haven't been in this situation. Uh, this is a one-game tournament. It's not a four-week tournament, three-week tournament. Uh, if you're not ready to uh, Saturday, then season's over and it's done. So uh, uh, really, it's about uh, locking in and making sure you're giving yourself every, every chance possible to be successful uh, in that next game. And that's, I mean, I know he's he's talked about it. And look, those comments there came before the Kentucky St. Peter, before he knew the 12-5 results. I mean, that has been kind of his theme for the last several weeks is you better be prepared to play. And I don't care if you're playing the YMCA next door. You're, if you're not prepared to play, you're going to get beat. Well, that's that's that that's just smart coaching that's that's any tournament and it doesn't matter if it's the NCAA tournament doesn't matter if it's a weekend tournament in the middle of the season if you're not if you don't have that type of focus to go in to the gym and say hey we've got to be able to fight through adversity and withstand runs and if we can withstand runs make our own at that time get some transition going you're going home and and that's just the way it is and Scott Drew does a better job than anybody in the country on relaying that to to his players and understanding, yes, there is a sense of urgency. Yes, you do have to be ready to play because there is no tomorrow. Isn't it a a message of, hey, you're the defending national champions, but look, time out. No one's just going to hand it to you because you have a number one beside your name and you're the defending national champion. Well, that's not the message. The message is you're the defending national champions and you've got a big target on your back. Everybody would love to knock you off because that just put their pin on the board. Well, also think about the perspective Scott Drew's coming from, right? Like he has been the team that has everybody has looked over. You know, he's he's coached mm-hmm. those sleeper teams and he's had the evolution of it. He He's been in every aspect of, uh, from a team and a coaching perspective that you can be in this tournament. And I think that he knows and that knowledge and experience is what he's trying to relay to these younger guys. I, I agree with Ward to that early in the year, that target thing. But now you have to, it, it doesn't matter who you play. You have to win to advance. Now, does it add yeah, a little cream I mean, to the, to the, to the, you know, I, I, I think that target gets even larger in tournament time. Oh yeah. Because of the defending national champions? Absolutely. Everybody's gunning for them. Absolutely. But aren't they gunning for them anyway? Because if they don't well, beat them, they no, can't advance? They are, but I, I mean, you, oh, but come on. They, they, it has, there is a larger target on Baylor than anybody in this tournament. If you have an Period. opportunity to say you knocked off the defending national champions on the way to your no, path. I, I totally I, I agree wholeheartedly with both of you. But, I mean, the target's there because if you don't win, you don't advance. Wow. I No. To me, it's not. I think it's bigger on Baylor. There's more pressure on Baylor than anybody in this tournament. I agree. All right. Uh, I, I think it's for everybody. I, I think again, if you don't win, you don't advance, and, and it's a like Scott just said, it's a one game that's, season. That's common knowledge too. I mean, yeah, you're. It, that's. I'm not saying you're wrong. That, that everybody has that that one and done. You know, mantra in their mind. But for Baylor, there's a bigger target on their back in this tournament, just like it was all season long, because I, everybody wants to knock them out. Th- see, during the regular season, I totally agree with you. I, I, I think there's no question that that everybody you know was gunning for them is from but, November. But it 
it's bigger now than it was in November because of the fact you just beat the, the, the defending national, national champion. champion. Who cares? You know, you got another game. Get ready to play next week. This one is, hey, you just knocked them out of the tournament. They're going home and, and getting ready for offseason. So I, it's, it's a bigger target now, in my opinion. All right, uh, <laughs> we can argue this all day. 727, coming up next, we are going to talk with Josh Neighbors. Josh is with uh, the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. We'll get his thoughts on everything that happened in the Big 12, and then what do we expect to happen today? There's four games in the Big 12 because uh, involving Big 12 teams, and we'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and VersaLift Southwest. Baylor basketball from the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears advance to the second round of the NCAA tournament Saturday at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. Follow the Bears on the road to the Final Four here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball with Pat and John from the NCAA tournament here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations where they put your roof above everything else. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue. 
Avenue in downtown Waco. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Matt Myers, 22 points, led Baylor to an 85-49 win over Norfolk State in the first round of the NCAA Men's Postseason Basketball Tournament. March Madness for the Baylor women starts this afternoon. They have a 3 o'clock tip-off at the Farrell Center against Hawaii, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball opens Big 12 play at home this weekend, hosting TCU. Game one of the three-game series gets underway at 6.30 tonight, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor softball also at home this weekend against McNeese State. First pitch tonight at 6 o'clock, and you can hear the game on Cool 101. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. It's 7.32. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Garrett, Ward, we're glad you're with us as we welcome into the program Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked On Big 12. First of all, Josh, what's your bracket look like this morning? Intact. We, t- we took some bumps. We took some bruises yesterday, but we're intact. So the, the final four is all still there. I know a lot of people lost out on uh, final four teams like Kentucky, maybe some people sprinkled Iowa in there, but final four is all intact, and that's really what matters. There you go. Uh, so did, what were just your overall impressions of day one? Uh, just across the board, not only in the Big 12 with uh, with Baylor and Kansas winning, but just the, your overall impressions of the tournament uh, with uh, with day one in the books. So obviously it was great to have it back with the full crowd. I think that was number one. The morning seemed pretty calm to me. That was kind of the, the, the early session was calm. Richmond versus Iowa got a little wonky. And then the evening just, I mean, the evening really just delivered with, with you know, multiple close games. I think we ended up having three overtime games between the Murray State game, between the Creighton game, and then also the Kentucky game. And, and obviously you get that crown jewel of an upset with the way things went down between St. Pete's and, uh, and, and Kentucky. So I think the flow of the day was kind of nice, getting us back into things early on, get the Richmond game to kind of set up the evening, and the evening had a lot of fun craziness. So – I think it was a pretty great day. I'm, I'm so fired up for day two. Could Baylor have done anything different in your eyes getting getting through the first game of round one? I mean, it t- they played ten players. So no, that's the answer is no. And the reason why is I was kind of looking through their, their box scores as of late just to see when the last time they played more than, than seven guys was. And it had been five games. It actually had almost been a calendar month. Uh, kind of looking back, I mean, five full games. Since we had seen them play 
you know, more than more than seven guys in a game. And if Baylor's playing more than seven guys, that means that they're beating somebody up pretty good. And and so I actually think the way the end of the season played out really helped Baylor. They had that kind of almost week long break from the Monday game where they played Kansas. Uh, or Monday game, I think, yeah, yeah, they played Texas, excuse me, to the game they had against Iowa State at the end of the week, and they had the nice break to the Oklahoma game. The Oklahoma game they lost, obviously, but still they had a nice break after that to this week's game, and then they took care of business against the 16th seed Norfolk State with a huge margin of victory. I think it was the biggest margin in the opening round game for them. And also, uh, you know, with the assist. So everything to me went according to plan. And also I think the team's well-rested for a matchup with Carolina, who seems to be peaking right now. Josh, what were your thoughts yesterday on the play of Matthew Meyer? I know he's kind of struggled throughout the year, but he really turned it on yesterday when it mattered. Yeah, he was excellent. And, and they're going to need that because we've seen this season that, you know, James Akinjo has not always been the most consistent scorer. And Adam Flagler's dropped a couple uh, weird Adam Flagler games in there. Well, the, the one swing guy they're going to need is Matthew Meyer. And so, they're going to need him to repeat that performance. They might need him to repeat it uh, when they excuse, when they play Oklahoma next. Or excuse when they play uh, North Carolina next game. So seeing that was an encouraging sign. Obviously, he has to do it consistently. But the fact that we know he can do it on this stage is really important. It's just a guy who talks about how nervous he gets playing in front of big crowds. So this is this is an encouraging sign. But I think tempered optimism is the, is the term there. Talking with Josh Neighbors from uh, the podcast Locked on Big 12. Now we turn our attentions to today. Josh, there's four more Big 12 teams in action. Uh, who's got the most difficult task, in your opinion? Oh, it's, it's, that's, that's a tough one. Um, I, think, I think Texas might. I, I think Texas has to face a red-hot Virginia Tech team that is firing in all cylinders. They move the ball around the you so fast that's the one thing they do and look I know Chris Beard's got that no middle defense but you really you know you do a lot of chasing when you're playing Virginia Tech and their ball movement and they'll do a good job of moving their star player Keve Aluma inside and outside the perimeter they get guys going off cuts Hunter Couture just had his best game uh, probably his career in the championship game against Duke and look I just don't know if we're playing first team to 60 Sure, Texas probably gets it. If we're going to play the game that's going to be above 65, going to go to 70, don't like Texas' chances. They're a defensive-minded team. That is where they thrive. That's where they make their money. I don't trust their offense enough at all um, to move forward. And you're talking about long, long-term deaths. I mean, TCU, man. Like, uh, Look, I, I hope we get by Seton Hall today, but, man, I don't like their chances if they, if they play in Arizona. So immediate test, Texas. Uh, potentially long-term, I would say, at TCU. I was going to ask you about TCU. Does that surge late in the Big 12 season help them, at least today, against Seton Hall? Yes, yes, it does. Seton Hall is, is an interesting team. They've got some size. They've got pretty decent guard play, but nothing that really wows you. I, I think TCU, because they played so well late, they should have a burst of confidence from that. I think they're pretty healthy. At this point in time, they're going to need a big game today, matching things inside from Eddie Lampkin. But I think Jamie Dixon's got to be really pleased where his team ended up, right? Um, they, they had to make the tournament this year, but they got some really good scalps there on the resume 
towards the back end of the season. Talk about the win against Kansas, almost getting Kansas a second time, uh, you know, in that same week, getting a win against Texas Tech at home, and then also that massive comeback against Texas, that they really did earn themselves some quality victories towards the back stretch. And I think they're not just here for, you know, just happy to be here, right? They are pleased with the result, but I think they want to get a tournament victory. I think that would be huge for them to, to continue to kind of put these building blocks together for this program. They don't want to be here once every two to three years. They want to be here every single year and kind of start pushing their way deeper into the tournament. Josh, with uh, Iowa laying an egg yesterday and absolutely destroying my bracket, uh, do you think that clears up and makes Kansas have the easiest path to the Final Four for Big 12 teams? Yes, that was the team, guys, I was most concerned about. I was most concerned about Iowa in the way for Kansas because you look up and down that bracket and you think, okay, well, you've got a three-seed in Wisconsin, but how healthy is Johnny Davis? The two-seed is Auburn, but – Really, how good has Auburn played as of late? You've got the four-seed Providence, and Providence, look, that they had a nice win yesterday against South Dakota State, but they're only two-point favorites, and they almost blew that lead in that game. Your five-seed Iowa was the hottest team in the tournament, and uh, you know to come into the tournament, one of the hottest teams ostensibly, and they end up losing uh, in the first round of Richmond. So, I mean, if you're if you're K, and also you look and Creighton lost their big guy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, their their big man gets hurt in that game last night. So you know, you're kind of looking around at Kansas and you're saying, Lewis, this thing, this thing lined up pretty good for us. We'll see how Auburn looks. But if I'm KU, yeah, I I only look at my chops. But you got to keep your head down in the tournament and worry about the next assignment. You can't be looking two games ahead. We always know how that works. Once we start looking one or two games ahead in the tournament, things things uh you know can get rough for you but i mean for us us prognosticators if you will yeah the, the it's safe to say that the path for ku has cleared up just a bit well then let's jump over to the east where baylor sits and, and talk about the path for baylor and and those in in that that side of the bracket with with kentucky now uh headed back to, to lexington that's huge right and i think I think there are a lot of teams that are in that East region that are saying, okay, all right, this is now a, a massive, you know, uh, roadblock that's now out of the way. And look, here's the thing. People were picking Kentucky, but Kentucky was five and three in their last eight games. This was not a team that was peaking or playing their best basketball at, at, at the time. And so last night's results, you know, it is still shocking, but it's kind of made me reconsider how big of a threat Kentucky was just evaluating how well they were playing. I would say now the, the big question is how good does Carolina look against, uh, against Baylor because they killed Marquette yesterday. But also they had a tough result against Virginia Tech. So where are they at? Um, St. Mary's, you know, beat the hell out of Indiana, for lack of a better term. And also, you know, UCLA, who I like, I like where they're playing coming in, they had a tough one against Akron. So trying to figure out really who, who is going to match things in this region is very difficult. I think Purdue has got to be liking the way things have set up for them at this point in time. We'll see what they do against Yale today. I'm not too worried about that result for them. But, yeah, I, I think this this East region is probably the one that we point to when we say, oh, this is now the most wide open because I think there are a fair amount of Baylor skeptics out there. I think a lot of people who are backing UCLA. I think there are people who are backing Kentucky, and maybe, maybe even those people 
ha- haven't come around to Baylor. They're just still off Kentucky now. So, yeah, this East region feels like a lot of teams now have kind of opened their eyes up and said, okay, hey, there's a chance. And, and obviously, got to think, too, Murray State likes their matchup now after getting past uh, San Francisco last night. They play a 15 seed, and so Murray State's kind of path to the uh, Sweet 16 has now cleared up as well. Is the Mountain West the most disappointed conference in basketball right now? Has to be, right? I mean, when you, when you lose all four of your teams in a couple of days, it's like, oh, okay, thanks for playing. Now, um, you know, the, these were all really good teams. I, I, I actually did catch a decent amount of, of, of Mountain West basketball this year. A lot of it's on Friday nights on Fox Sports 1. So if you're up, if, if you're better like me looking for something to get some action on, it's usually good to watch. And, look, I, I like Boise State's defense. Uh, all year long, I thought Wyoming was a good team. Colorado State yesterday got to a 15-point lead. Um, you know, it was that was a, that was a difficult day. Uh, I have to say, it was a difficult day for the Mountain West Conference. And San Diego State, obviously, too, was right there at the precipice. But they choked. Uh, you know, yeah, they they just they they did choke there down the back stretch. So, you know, they those were good teams. It, it just they couldn't get it done. And look, that happens sometimes. It should not be a thing, though, where in the future we say, "Oh, we can't let those teams in because they choked." I'm a big, I'm a big uh, believer in like the the ends do not justify the means type deal. You know, just because you just because you suck in the tournament doesn't mean we shouldn't let you in. Um, you know, we grade you up until the tournament, not during the tournament, up until the tournament. And in my opinion, all those teams did deserve to be there. Josh, uh, what do you got? Uh, what do you got on the podcast? Basketball, 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 <laughs> basketball, friends. It's, it's basketball season. That's it's, it's the NCAA tournament. Obviously, that we guys know the women's tournament gets going today too. Six Big Twelve teams. You know the women's sides will definitely be hitting on that as well. But basketball, 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 friends. Hey man, we appreciate your time as always today. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Always, fellas. Talk to you soon. That is. Uh, Josh Neighbors and the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Good stuff. Uh, 7.45, and uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, where if you're looking for power, performance, and reliability, look no further than Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat. They've got the uh, 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition. Great vehicle. You can check that out at Alan Samuels. Also, uh, they got the, the they got a full line of, of Jeeps for you to choose from, including the Grand Cherokee. So you can check out those and, and all the other great vehicles at Allen Samuels. Great selection of pre-owned vehicles and, of course, an outstanding service department. Ted Teague and his staff not only want to uh, not only want to sell you a car or a truck, but they want to create a relationship with you as well, a, a, a long-term relationship. That, and, and how do you do that? Well, you provide great service not only before the sale, but during the sale and then after the sale with a uh, tremendous service department. And you get that with Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You want to check them out online, you can do that at alansamuelsdcj.com or give them a call if you got a question, 254-772-1000, 254-772-1000. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. 
John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Beginning Wednesday, January 19th, Helmet Aerospace in Waco will be holding a weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Helmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at howmet.com. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at wctractor.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Matt Myers, 22 points, led Baylor to an 85-49 win over Norfolk State in the first round of the NCAA Men's Postseason Basketball Tournament. March Madness for the Baylor women starts this afternoon. They have a 3 o'clock tip-off at the Farrell Center against Hawaii, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball opens Big 12 play at home this weekend, hosting TCU. Game one of the three-game series gets underway at 6.30 tonight, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor softball also at home this weekend against McNeese State. First pitch tonight at 6 o'clock, and you can hear the game on Cool 101. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven fifty one. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Friday morning. TGIF to you and yours. Uh, we got uh, we got day one of the NCAA basketball tournament uh, uh, in the books. So there's what forty eight teams still standing going into today's action. Uh, I'm not a math elite, but that sounds right. Yeah. So sixteen <laughs> one yesterday. So thirty two more play today. So yeah. You, you, do you not work with your gazentas very well? Look, I have a phone, and I'll just you know <laughs> use that. That's my go-to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that's that's how where we're at right now. You, do you even know what gazentas are? I've never heard that in my life. Ward, we got. He, he what does, is a gazenta? Well, two I, goes into four. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, I went to Oglesby. You know, we, we, we got, it is what it Good is. They were, they, were, they were barefooted and chasing exactly. rattlesnakes, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, I we know had that, more pressing no, no. issues. Hey, before, if you're from Oglesby, no, I, I will, no disrespect. I'm just giving my my buddy here a hard time. Uh, all right, seven fifty two, eight away from eight. The women's basketball tournament begins today on sixteen campuses, including Waco, Texas, where uh, Nikki Collin and the Baylor Bears will take on. Uh, Hawaii, and Chad, I think it was Chad Conan yesterday uh, from the Waco Trib during the uh, during the press conference. Yes, an interesting question is, you know, basically, what what does it feel like? I mean, does it feel like a home game because you're at home in the Ferrell Center, or does it feel like the NCAA tournament? You know, I think honestly for us, um, I think we've we've talked about obviously we're in survive and advance mode. Um, we're in a new season with the Golden Wind six games, um, one at a time. Um, but as far as preparation, you know, we're, we're lucky to be at home. I mean, we're lucky to have a fairly normal routine other than I can promise you had we had control of the schedule today, we would not be practicing when our men are playing. So um, other than that, you know, I think it's been – it's felt normal. It's felt like we've been in our routine. Our players are in class. Um, and so um, that that's comforting. Interesting. And it is an interesting it, it, topic and an interesting dynamic. I mean, because you are in class. Uh, you are sleeping in your own bed. You are playing in your own gym. However, uh, your schedule is is dictated by the NCAA and not your own. So there there are some comfort factors. There are some some there is some normalcy ward. But there's also some, hang on a second, we can't do this because the NCAA says we can't. Or we can do this because, the, I mean, you're yeah, still being guided and directed by the NCAA. Yeah, there's protocols that you have to go through, and, and especially practice times like she just mentioned. I mean, that was out of her control, so she had to do it at that time. You still have to follow suit with what the NCAA says. But the benefit of, you know, being in your comfort zone highly outrates those little nuances that you have to, you know, march to their drummer. And I'll say this, if they go about it anyway like they did in doing baseball, you know, Mm because obviously the regionals and super regionals are played on campuses uh, before you go to Omaha. Uh, And I'll tell you this, the NCAA will go out of its way to to create that neutral environment. 
I mean, there's sometimes there's sometimes you're not in your own locker room. I mean, so, you know, like in baseball, sometimes you're the visitor. Well, you're in a different dugout in a different locker room. I mean, it's not like okay, hey, it's your place. You can stay where. No, you're 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 out of there. Uh, there's a lot of things that they do to create that neutrality, if you will, uh, and, and create that. But still, at the end of the day, the majority of the fans are your fans. Uh, it's it's your field. It's your ballpark. It's your it's your arena. So there are, as you point out, Ward, some some advantages. No matter how the NCAA tries to create that that neutral feel. Looking at this with Hawaii, you're playing. You know, your first round matchup. My immediate thought was time. You know, you're, the big time change. Is that something that's a factor, or is Hawaii already being boots on the ground in Waco for a few days, getting acclimated? Does that help? I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. The few days probably helps a little bit. But it's certainly a factor. I mean, you know, when when they tip off, it's a, it's a whole different time zone right. than what their, you know, their mindset is next to. Great point. You can look at that clock on the wall all you want yeah. to, but your body clock exactly. tells you everything. Absolutely, tells you when you're supposed to be sleeping, eating, Abs- and all that good yeah, stuff. There's no doubt. I, I can remember uh, again, you know, going with baseball out to the West Coast, and you're just there for two or three days. You still were just kind of like, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just a couple of hours. This is even further. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is. What, four-hour difference? Four-hour four difference, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, their body clock's not going not gonna to adjust that, that, that quickly, I don't think. No, but, it just doesn't. So, I mean, think about daylight savings time for oh, us. Absolutely. How much How much your body takes <laughs> to get it for <laughs> one, one, one daggum hour, how much it takes your body to, 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 to readjust. Great point. Great point. All right, 7.56. We're four minutes away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. John's got our Baylor Sports Beat program. A look at all the activities going on in Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball opens NCAA tournament play with a resounding victory, while the Baylor women look to do so today. That plus the weekend ahead in Baylor sports coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor men's basketball, the top seed in the East region, opened NCAA tournament play yesterday with a dominating 85-49 win over Norfolk State at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. 
The Bears got a career-high 22 points from Matthew Meyer in the game. Also a double-double from guard James Akinjo with 10 points and 10 assists on the afternoon. 15 points by Jeremy Sohan, 14 by senior post player Flo Thamba. Next up, the Bears will face North Carolina on Saturday in the second round of the NCAA tournament, again back at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. Meanwhile, the Baylor women, a number two seed in the NCAA tournament, opened today at home in the Farrell Center against 15th seeded Hawaii. For Baylor, a very thin bench, a short roster, but for some seniors, it is their last go-around in the NCAA tournament. Here's Baylor women's coach, Nikki Collin. You know, I, I think, um, you know, we've got players that this is their last run. You know, this is their last run in a Baylor uniform, and so I think they're motivated um, that group to go out the way they started. Um, and, you know, honestly, they haven't been in this environment since their freshman year um, with a host site because the tournament got canceled their sophomore year. It was a bubble last year. So I think their goal is to bookend their freshman and senior years, um, you know, hopefully with championships. So I, I think they just want to play well. Um, I, th I think they know that if we're clicking on all cylinders that we can compete with anybody in the country. So uh, we're just going to take it one game at a time. Nikki Collin and the Bears in action this afternoon in the Farrell Center on the air at 2.30, tip-off at 3 right here on ESPN Central Texas for Baylor versus Hawaii. Also, this weekend, Baylor softball hosting McNeese State, a single game tonight at 6, a doubleheader tomorrow beginning at noon. Baseball opening Big 12 play hosting TCU in a three-game series at Baylor Ballpark. It begins tonight at 6.30, continues tomorrow at 3, and Sunday at 1. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Enjoy the weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris. Baylor. Big 12 baseball this weekend from Baylor Ballpark as the TCU Horned Frogs come to Waco. The Bears opening Big 12 conference play this weekend at Baylor Ballpark hosting the TCU Horned Frogs. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1 for Baylor and TCU. Bears, Frogs, Big 12 baseball this weekend from Baylor Ballpark right here on ESPN Central Texas. Brothers Management is proud to serve the students of Baylor University. With apartments such as the Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors, you can guarantee that your college living experience will be comfortable and memorable. Brothers Management also offers the market's largest inventory of houses and duplexes. Brothers' unsurpassed attention to the individual is their hallmark. Stop by the Brothers Management Leasing Office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to brothersmanagement.com to check out your future home today. Leasing made easy. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're joined now by Michael Sway. Michael, good morning, and really good morning. We do appreciate you joining us. I mean, it wasn't that late, was it, last night? 
<laughs> uh, you know, probably the latest tip-off I think I've ever been a part of. Um, I think uh, the previous game going into overtime and taking, I think it was like 40 minutes. So it was pretty crazy. So late night, but yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. Hey, Kansas did what they were supposed to do in, in round one, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, given the way the day played out and the upsets that did happen, I think I wouldn't have been surprised if it was a closer game, you know, heading down to kind of the, the final media timeouts of the first half. But I think that once Kansas really settled down after that first media timeout, that it was game over. And I think Remy Martin played a, a huge role in that. And you look at KU and being able to win comfortably, got some guys some rest. You know, Dave McCormick didn't have to play a bunch. Of course, his foot's been a, a storyline throughout kind of Big 12 play. So, I think overall, I don't think you could have drawn up a better Thursday for KU in general. With that 47-19 lead at halftime, being able to not coast but have a comfortable lead coming out of the locker room, is that what Kansas needed, or would you have rather seen them tested a little bit and pushed a little bit in round one just to keep that intensity up? You know, I think for this team, you look at what they had to go through at the back half of the Big 12 slate where – you know, especially that final week where they're playing every other day. Um, I think a game like this was a okay, and to get some of those other bench guys some confidence. You know, Zach Clements, KJ Adams, Joseph Yetsfu. You know, those are, those are three guys that didn't necessarily play a bunch over the kind of final week of the regular season in the Big 12 tournament. So I think the way it played out works just fine for KU. Granted, I think Bill Self probably would have liked that bench unit to play a little bit better um, in the second half and holds kind of that 30-point lead instead of letting it get chipped down to, you know, low 20s. So I, I think it's okay the way it played out just because um, it gets some of those other guys some confidence where, you know, Mitch Lightfoot obviously has, has a sprained knee and you don't know how that's going to react day to day. So I think to get some of those younger big men some more minutes um, was big. So I, I'm kind of okay with it. I think that kind of Kansas showing what it can do in some of these close games and it's kind of playing more of those I have a feeling as the tournament goes on. Michael how refreshing was it to see Remy Martin come out and have the performance that he had last night? Uh, it's really cool to see and I think you can feel pretty good for him just on, on a human level because this season obviously hasn't gone the way that he would have planned with, with the, the knee injury that he suffered in late December and then having to miss um, a bunch of time and not really looking like himself. I mean, I remember the game in Waco, he was awful, um, especially on the defensive end. And for him to come out there and make such an impact. And I think that he was on the floor for a 30 to 10 run that really helped KU kind of take it full control of the game. And, you know, whether it be the, the steal to dunk, the, the pass David McCormick and transition, you know, that really nice bounce pass. I mean, he really showed you kind of the different things that he can do. And I think it's a huge deal for KU now to have kind of an extra wild card that it can play um, in addition to the starting lineup that's been so good for it so far. Michael, we all agree that, you know, a, a 15 knocking off a two is, is you know, one of those crazy things in this tournament that creates March Madness. But talk a little bit about some of the five twelve games, uh, in your opinion. I mean, is the gap – in in college basketball, closing where a five and a twelve—that's not that big a deal anymore. I think to some degree, um, I think you look at the way the basketball has trended, where obviously three-point line can help mitigate some of the the talent deficiencies that some of these teams can have. But I think the biggest thing—I I saw it on Twitter last night when I was looking—I don't remember the exact number, but 
basically the the fives that lost all had defenses like outside the top 50 maybe or outside the top whatever in Ken Palm. And I think it shows that, hey, if you want to make it far in the tournament, you have to have a good defense because other teams that you're going to play are good and they're going to take advantage of whatever deficiencies you have. And Iowa is just not very good defensively. And I think that to me was maybe the 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 most surprising and also the least surprising upset that happened just because you look at what Iowa did in the big 10 tournament where they looked really good. And then you have them all of a sudden become kind of the, the sexy final four pick where everyone in their mom is picking him to go to the final four. And you have to kind of keep in mind that, Hey, Fran McCaffrey has not made it out of the first weekend at Iowa. Um, so, it, or at least it's been a, a long time. So um, I thought that was surprising, you know, obviously UConn going down as well. Um, I didn't get to watch as much of that game. I think I can't remember where I was, what I was doing at that point, but um, that was at least surprising as well, just to see that score. But I mean, I think that in general, three point line has changed. And if you don't play good defense in, in the tournament, you know, you're going to get beat because again, all these teams are good. If you make it this far, and especially these kind of mid major teams that have to go win their conference tournament, you know, these are teams that have put together some strong finishes. Creighton up next for the Jayhawks. They've only met twice, and, and it was a one-point game in both t- uh, meetings. Is this a good matchup for Kansas? Uh, yeah, especially it is now, considering that um, I'm not going to try and pronounce his last name. I'm awful at it. Um, but their big center, the seven-foot center that they have, he's not going to play. Um, he hurt his knee last night, and it sounded like um, McDermott, the Creighton head coach, said that it's very unlikely that he's going to play. So now you're looking at Creighton being down. It's starting point guard Nemhard, and then also uh, the center as well. So I think that the way that game played out yesterday, um, you know, really helped KU. And uh, a little insight here: I spent a lot of time the last couple of days watching San Diego State because I kind of assumed that they would win, and I thought they were going to be a really tough matchup for KU. And for all of a sudden to for San Diego State to blow that lead and for Creighton to come back, I think that A, Creighton is going to be a little tired, and B, now they're they're certainly banged up being down two starters. So I think for KU, it's a good matchup. Um, they don't have necessarily um, a ton of size inside. I think Kaluma is a good foreman, but he's very similar to Jalen Wilson. And so I think that it's a, it's a good matchup for KU, and um, I think you couldn't have drawn it up better for the Jayhawks. Michael, do you think the Jayhawks now have the easiest path of any Big 12 team to get to the Final Four? 100%. Yesterday, I've said a few times, but it could not have gone better for KU. You go from having to play um, a San Diego State team you probably would have been a seven-point favorite against to playing Creighton, who they'll be a nine- or ten-point favorite against, um, and then now you get to go play either Providence or Richmond. Like That is great to then go to the Elite Eight, and then from there – You've got 40 minutes to play for to go to a Final Four, and you're going to play most likely someone like Auburn. Um, but again, Auburn is very beatable, and they haven't even played yet. So, I think for KU, it's if you don't make the Elite Eight, it's certainly a huge disappointment. And I think even Final Four, you're looking at some of those odds. Like it's getting to the point where it's like if you don't make a Final Four, it feels like a huge missed opportunity, just considering how much this bracket has opened up. Which, if you think about KU recently seems like more often than not they've gotten kind of some tough draws in the bracket i mean think about playing usc last year then you go and play auburn in 2019 and no one was going to beat auburn on that day so i think you're looking at ku kind of catching a break here and it's just now can they take advantage just 
I'm going to just throw this out and then just see where it goes. It, it, we we talk about Kansas and their path to a uh, a Final Four appearance. Is is this a year where we could potentially see two Big Twelve schools in the Final Four? Oh, I think so. I certainly think so. I think that I'm interested to see how Baylor does against North Carolina because North Carolina looked really, really good yesterday. And I think they played some really good basketball here kind of the last few weeks of the season. So I think that'll be a good matchup. I'm really excited for that game. But I would not be surprised at all if there's two Big 12 teams in the Final Four. Um, obviously, you know, the Big Ten got a lot of uh, pub for the number of teams that they got in. But you know, they don't necessarily perform up to standard in March Madness traditionally. And I think the Big 12 has done a good job of um, being a good conference. And so I look at Baylor. I obviously am a huge Texas Tech guy. I think that Mark Adams is an elite coach, and you need to have elite coaching to make a far in the NCAA tournament. So I think you look at what Texas Tech does defensively as well. You know, they're going to be a tough matchup for anybody in the country. So I would not be surprised if there were two teams in the Final Four from the Big 12. Um, Will I expect it? No, nowhere near that, but it's certainly something I have my eye on. What are you working on for uh, Fognet.com and uh, Kansas 247 Sports? Yeah, I'm going to write something about kind of what we just talked about, how kind of it seems like things have opened up for KU. Got some just kind of more of our traditional game coverage up there, and we'll get some more uh, media stuff today when uh, we get to talk to Bill Self and some players here uh, in the afternoon. As always, Michael, man, we appreciate your time. Uh, Thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on. It's appreciated. That's uh, Michael Swain from uh, Kansas Two Four Seven Sports Fog Net P H O G Net dot com. Uh, does a great job covering the uh, covering the uh, Kansas basketball program. In fact, all of Kansas sports. So uh, good stuff there. It's Twelve minutes after eight. It's eight twelve. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. If you're just joining us and you're wondering, I wonder what time Baylor plays tomorrow. Uh, the Bears have been slated for a eleven ten. Tip an eleven ten tip uh, tomorrow. That means John and and, and Pat with the pregame at ten thirty, and uh, that means our game day live coverage will begin at nine a.m. tomorrow morning from uh, the uh, Fort Worth Museum of Science and History. Uh, I, I, it, by the way, it's, it's that is a really I know you guys walked by it mm-hmm. but yesterday, but it really is a cool museum. So uh, if you ever get a chance, check it out. Uh, 13 minutes after 8, it's 8.13. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, guys, it's March Madness. You're occupying the television. Mama can't have the TV remote control. You've got, you've got three or four channels going uh, simultaneously. Uh, the only time you, you roll off the couches is to go get another drink and, and some more potato chips out of the refrigerator. I get it. Uh, but here's what you ought to do. You ought to swing by Morrison's Gifts today uh, and, and pick up a Just Because gift. You know, uh, that would be an awesome thing to do. And it, th- Look, it, you're, you're going you're gonna to need it before March Madness is over. So go buy Morrison's Gifts, and uh, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive, and, and pick up a, a gift. It could be a John Hart leather good. It could be a Consuela product. It could be candles, uh, uh, a key ring, some jewelry, uh, maybe a shirt. There's all kinds of cool things there. Or maybe you just let uh, Sally and the gang go, hey, you know what? Help me out. Here's what we're looking for. Here's what we're going to do. 
And, and I promise you, they can they can hook you up with a great gift at Morrison's Gifts. It's a Baylor alumni-owned business, and again, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive. They're right next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. They've been doing this since 1979. They kind of got it figured out. Where we don't have it figured out, they've got it figured out at Morrison's Gifts. Morrison's Gifts, whether it's a birthday, anniversary, holiday, or as I like to point out, just because gift. Check them out at Morrison's Gifts, 4308 West Waco Drive. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today and breezy conditions. Again, our wind advisory continues until 4 p.m. Highs top out at 70 degrees. It'll be mostly clear tonight. We drop to 37 and mostly sunny. Warmer tomorrow with a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor women's basketball in the NCAA tournament with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm. The second seed, Baylor women open NCAA tournament play Friday in the Farrell Center against number 15, Hawaii. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Friday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball in the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. And now, a Best Fiends affirmation. You've reached level 3,422 by playing Best Fiends, the five-star rated puzzle game, at work. It's kind of like you get paid to play Best Fiends. So, if you think about it, that makes you a professional esports athlete. You are elite. Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Play Best Fiends. Download free. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only $8.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. 
Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show, and I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. the Bears through the NCAA tournament here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Our continuing coverage of Baylor men's and women's basketball in the NCAA tournament is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by Uncle Dan's Barbecue, Southwest Sports Medicine, Hurley Benefit Services, Twisted Creek Ranch, National Land Partners, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Steckler Wayne Cherry and Love Law Firm, Automatic Chef Canteen, Baylor University's Hand Camera School of Business MBA Program, Barnett Contracting, StarTex Propane, and Coaches Smoke. All right, 819, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Some like to... Uh, like to uh, get involved, but there's only one place to go for all the ball games, and that is right here on ESPN Central Texas. And again, with the uh, start time of 11:10 tomorrow, the uh, Saturday game of Baylor and TCU, game two of the uh, of that three game series, will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. You know, uh, depending on game time, there was a possibility that we were going to have to uh, uh, move uh, the the game over to our sister station, Fox Sports, which. Uh, right now, we're not going to have to do. So, uh, game one is tonight at 6.15 with the pregame, 6.30 for the first pitch. That'll be right here on ESPN Central Texas uh, following uh, Nikki Collins' Baylor women's basketball team against Hawaii in round one of the uh, NCAA women's tournament. And then uh, again tomorrow, uh, we'll start at 9, and uh, that'll take us up to 10.30 where uh, – uh, over at the uh, museum, and then at 10.30, John and Pat will have the call uh, for uh, Baylor basketball, and then after basketball, we'll have baseball for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. So there you go. And then, uh, again, Sunday's kind of up in the air, depending on uh, the Baylor women's situation, what time they play. All right, uh, it's 8.21. And what did you call it, uh, Garrett? March what? March sadness. March sadness. There you go. Uh, mm. You want to – Kind of take I, us around and, and look at these brackets? I guess. Uh, all right. So, my bracket is shot. Uh, I had Kansas. I mean, I had Kentucky and Iowa both going to the Final Four. Took a first-round exit on me. So, right now, I'm looking at my Sweet 16. And on the West, I lost Vermont. I had them going to the Sweet 16. And then in the bottom, in the East bracket, I lost Kentucky. And I'm looking over here on the other side. The South, I lost Colorado State because, you know, hey, they don't want to beat Michigan. And then San Diego State let me down, completely just choked. And I lost Iowa. 
So that's where I'm at with my Sweet 16. <laughs> Ward, how, how are you? How are you faring over there? Uh, I lost Marquette. I had them over NC State, so that didn't work out very well. Uh, also lost Kentucky, and I lost Iowa, and I lost uh, Colorado. So, but I'm still alive. In, let's see, all my Sweet 16 except Kentucky. Mm. What's your Final Four? Is your Final Four intact? No, Kentucky's knocked out. I had them in the Final Four. Had them beating UCLA to get to the Final Four. All right. That's the only one that's. Yours is not. Yours is not. Mine is. My Final Four is intact. On the right side, I lost Colorado State. And you're right. They should have beat Michigan. They they played ten times. They win nine, but they didn't win last night. Uh, And I lost uh, Iowa. You know, and I'll be honest, I really debated Richmond and Iowa hard because Richmond's playing well. Yeah. I mean, really well. Uh, and I nearly picked Richmond, but I went Iowa. I went with the big boy, and and, and it and it bit me. I did have uh, on the left side of the bracket. I did have St. Peter's beating Kentucky. So I'm uh, <laughs> Tom Stradamus, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't buying, huh? No. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the only. So on the left side, that's the only. That's the. Uh, I, I I lost uh, Kentucky, and I lost uh, Wyoming. But my uh, my my sweet uh, my final four. Of Tech and Baylor, Arizona and Kansas, very you know, much intact. That's looking a little bit better after yesterday. Telling you, but ah, man, I don't know. I'm still concerned about Baylor. I, 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 I'm with you, but I mean, look again. It, it's a one game season. It's it's nothing but a one game season, and I really, really, I I, I don't know why right now today and. and I really like Texas Tech. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just, you know, Gonzaga had to fight like mad last night. Yeah, I mean, I think that was one of those situations where their depth and talent ultimately helped them, but Georgia State gave them everything they could handle early on. They did. I mean, Gonzaga looked very vulnerable. Are they as good as they were a year ago? No. When they got beat by Baylor? No. I don't, I don't, I don't think so either. But – Every talking head has has just basically anointed them national champions 2022. I'm regretting not having Tech beat them, honestly. That's, I should have I, had I have, that. I have Tech beating them, getting to the Final Four. So, so do I. And they should. Now, I know none of y'all like Arkansas. Uh, no, they're good. They're good. I just I thought Vermont was by Cinderella, and, well, here we go. Yeah. Uh, I watched a little bit of Arkansas last night before I said, you know what, enough of this, I'm going to Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a long day. Uh, hey, you know, look, I I, I thought uh, – I, I thought I, – I, I don't know. I just – I like Texas Tech right now. I, I like the way things are going. Now, today may be a wacky day. Who knows? Uh, but we're going to find out. That's why they call it March Madness. But uh, I look forward to it. But I, I do. I've got, I've got Tech – beating Gonzaga uh, in the Elite Eight to get to the Final Four. So, we'll see. All right, 825. We're 25 after 8 o'clock. You know what we're going to do? We we have spent an hour and a half talking basketball, and that's great. We're going to continue to talk it. But it, it, when we come back, we're going to bring in RJ Ochoa from Blog of the Boys. I just want to get his impressions of what's happened over the last week to 10 days, uh, not only with the Cowboys, but in the NFL. 
because every time you turn around, something funny is is going on, or and not funny, haha, but funny, kind of unique mm-hmm. and, and interesting. So we'll talk to uh, RJ about that, and we'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. Do want to remind you that uh, you can uh, you can sell your house in five days or less. You could do it with the brokerage house. Uh, if you're going to sell your home, you need to contact Aaron Ryan at the brokerage house. They've got a program that's going to uh, generate you some offers above market value and multiple offers on that home. It's five days to sold.com. That's five days to sold.com. Or you can call Aaron at 817-812-2978. Matt Mosley weekdays at 4 p.m. On ESPN Central Texas. After today's, I finally found somebody and I said, Where do y'all put all the post game audio? Like, can you tell me? And so at some point, the poor guy just looks at me and he goes, Now, we used to put it on YouTube, but we really just don't put it anywhere now. But he said, We have transcripts available to you immediately on the Dropbox. Oh, well, we so could do that. I could just read them to you. <laughs> <laughs> we could just read the quotes. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni. Jeep celebration is going on now at Allen Samuels. Come see the newest Grand Cherokee, the new 2022 available in a two-row or a family favorite, the three-row Model L. Jeep re-engineered for the future. The Grand Cherokee is ready for the next great adventure. Are you? Find legendary power and confidence, along with head-turning style is what Grand Cherokee is. First responders get a $500 discount. Shop AllenSamuelsDCJ.com or come in and see our huge selection of brand new cars and trucks. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. 
I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and VersaLift Southwest. All right, take 30. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Again, Baylor tipping off uh, a little after 11 o'clock tomorrow, pregame at 1030. Our uh, game day live program will originate at 9 a.m. And then immediately after that game, you'll have the Kansas Jayhawks playing Creighton. And I think that is a 140 tip, so 140 tip. So those are the two games at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. All right, uh, we are going to switch gears a little bit and talk some Cowboy and NFL football. We welcome into the program from Blog of the Boys, R.J. Achua. R.J., good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning, guys. Happy uh, March Madness. I know it's an exciting time for you all. I had Kentucky uh, winning it in my bracket. I know everybody cares, so uh, it's a bit of a somber time. <laughs> is your bracket Join kind of the butchered? Club. <laughs> you know, I was I was doing fairly well. I picked Richmond. I mean, I was partying. I thought, you know, this was going to be my year, uh, but, uh, but a quick ride down to earth, uh, you know, set everything straight. <laughs> all right, let's 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 talk some football here. Before we talk about the Cowboys, just your your overall impressions of what uh, what free agency has looked like in these first few days, including the uh, the the trade that's going on uh, from sending uh, Devontae Adams from the Packers to the Raiders. Yeah, I know our boy Q uh, has been rather busy um, in the last you know fifteen or whatever hours it's been. I mean, it's it's fun. It's it's awesome. I know people you know like to say that you know the NFL is becoming more like the NBA in this sense. I mean, we. We've seen trades like this, and some of these things were predictable, but I think that what's been so interesting is that they, they still haven't been shocking. Like, like Russell Wilson getting traded was something that kind of everybody saw coming from a mile away, uh, but it was still really exciting and really exhilarating. And so I think the most interesting thing to me has been to see how, how so many teams understand that, that now is the time, that the iron can't – that you don't have to wait till the iron is hot. You can make the iron hot all on your own. Um, and so I've, I've really enjoyed watching a lot of teams in, in front offices just kind of go for it. And so – the AFC appears to be loaded. Um, you know, some some classic teams seem to be on the rise. I'm I'm really excited. You know, it's been so great to see the Bills be good year after year. And so I like to see the the shifting and changing of powers a little bit. It's, it's a fun NFL that I think we're about to be living in. RJ, what's the most uh, disappointing thing? I guess is the best way to put it. With Amari Cooper being traded to Cleveland, is it you lost your number one receiver, or is it you lost that number one pick? I think it's it's probably the former. The, the you know the, the pick is well spent at, at this point. I mean, regardless of of how ridiculous the compensation is for Amari with Cleveland. I mean, you know, you, you traded for him midway through the twenty twenty or twenty eighteen season. Excuse me. You won the division. You won another division with him. Um, you, you didn't win a playoff, or you won one playoff game, but you know you didn't achieve all of your goals. But 
But Amari, more than anything, uh, helps prove that Dak Prescott was a franchise quarterback. And for that price, you know, that, that like that price is, cannot be quantified. That's totally worth it. So um, I, I think Amari's time in well Dallas ultimately was well spent. Um, but but it's just it's it's disappointing that he's gone. And I understand it. I get it. You know, the the precious salary cap has to be preserved and prioritized above all. Uh, but but this offense is worse right now, and they have yet to show any sign uh, that they're going to you know be focused on improving it throughout the free agency process. And on the defensive side, I mean, D. Law restructures this contract. They're thinking they could use that money for Randy Gregory, and then they slip in some wording, and now he's out the door. How big of a blow is that to their not just the defense but the team in general? Yeah, I think the the team in general part is maybe what's you know more important. Randy's a great player, but but losing him in a vacuum is not the, you know, the most like devastating thing that could happen to your team, but the way it happened, the messiness that it created and, and, you know, more information, you know, comes out and, and you kind of understand ultimately it's still something that, you know, I think that's what it is. Ultimately it's, it's hard to forgive this, this team, this front office, everything associated with the football operations and otherwise of the Cowboys has completely and totally lost the benefit of the doubt. And I think that the Randy Gregory situation is just, you know, it, it serves to every Cowboys fan's point of like, this crap only happens to us. You know what I mean? Like everybody feels, you know, like the sky is falling on this team. Um, and so for that to happen was really embarrassing. And I think what's, what's really been embarrassing in the fallout of that is we know, obviously, because the Cowboys agreed to terms with Randy, that they were willing to spend that money. They, they were going to do it. it. This wasn't like something they, they thought about and changed their minds on. They were actually going to spend that money. And yet here we sit, you know, almost 72 hours removed from that particular exchange, and they have yet to really spend that money. And so it's frustrating to see this, this team that's normally, you know, this penny-pinching sort of you know, organization at this time of year who was already committed to spending that money turn around and do nothing with it. And so that's, you know, it, it really, the overall has, has not been a good reaction for the Cowboys. Where do they go to, to get that complimentary piece for, for D law? Who, who replaces Gregory uh, in that defensive unit? Well, they brought back Dorrance Armstrong, uh, who was <laughs> in Kentucky. So, you know, appropriate time of year for that, I guess. Uh, but I mean, actually went to Kansas, excuse me. Um, but um Zedaria Smith, you know, pulled a Randy Gregory on the Ravens. And, and you know, that's that's a real Cowboy signing. He, he played the season opener last year, had back surgery, missed every game, came back for the playoffs. And so, you know, you, you could just – you can almost hear Jerry and Steven, you know, doing their local hit saying, oh, well, we, we think so highly of this football player. He's a real menace. And, you know, he, he took last season to get right. And, you know, prior to that, he had 12-and-a-half and 13-and-a-half and sacks in his first two seasons with the Packers. And so that would make some sense. But – you know, you're you're banking on hitting the lottery. You know, it's it's just it's it's a really hard thing to to kind of swallow in that sense. Um, but he's he's kind of your last remaining option. Um, the, the the edge rush market is drying up, um, and and you you obviously always have Micah Parsons if if you want to go that route. But you know, then you weaken your linebacker core, and so you know, time is of the essence right now. I mean, you know, if, if they don't land Darius Smith, which they didn't already land him when he was reportedly going to Baltimore Ravens, um, it, it looks pretty grim for them at that particular spot. But it also looks grim for them at left guard. It also looks grim at right tackle. Uh, it looks slightly less grim at wide receiver because you do have C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup, but, but who knows if he's ready for the start of the season. So um, you, you've got to spend some money. That's you know, that's what it comes down to. I think we all reach that point, you know, whether it's when you, you buy your first home or, 
you know, my wife and I had a baby a few months ago, and it's like, hey, these things, this, this kid's a money sucker. Like, you know, no matter no matter how hard you want to fight it, like, you got to buy all this stuff. And, and so you, you have to come to terms with that, and it feels like they haven't yet. What is going through Dak Prescott's mind right now when it looks like from afar that this thing's being torn down to its foundation around him? I mean, it's it's certainly got to be frustrating, um, and, and and it's setting up for him to be the fall guy along with Mike McCarthy, and, and I don't know that that bothers him. He's always been very good about that kind of stuff, but um, I mean, in a vacuum, you know, they they took away your number one wide receiver um, if you're Dak Prescott, and and so that's and and the guy who helped elevate your game more than anybody else ever has in your career. Uh, what's more is, you know, the defensive side of the ball, which is obviously, you know, something that helps you if you're Dak, it's an overall team game. That, that side of the ball is weaker. I mean, it, it's nice that they're bringing back, you know, these guys and, and good for them, you know, giving second contracts to certain players that earned it and whatnot. But, uh, but I, if I were Dak, I would be feeling, you know, upset is, is a mischaracterization, but I would be really bummed. I mean, I, I would feel, I'd be looking at what, you know, the, the Raiders are treating Derek Carr better than the Cowboys are treating Dak Prescott right now. And that's that's just a depressing reality to live in. RJ, have you ever seen one division make such a big power shift the way the AFC West has done this offseason? You know, it's certainly impressive. Um, and, and the old adage is, you know, you build your team to win your division. And it seems like all of them are taking it very seriously. And, and obviously this is the fallout of, of Patrick Mahomes. Um, and, and how great he's been ever since taking over a starter four years ago. And so um, it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's impressive. It's, it's going to be amazing to watch this division um, in, in all likelihood, obviously it could disappoint, but you know, I, I haven't seen one that's, that's attacked everything. You know, sometimes you see a division and the AFC West is kind of like this, you know, that, that everywhere, everyone has a pass rusher, you know, when the Broncos had Von Miller and then they drafted Bradley Chubb. And obviously when the Chargers first drafted Joey Bosa in 2016, the Raiders at the time had Khalil Mack, the, the Chiefs were actually kind of the last ones for that party when they traded for Frank Clark. And so, I mean, Derek Carr is the worst quarterback of that division. I saw a tweet the other day. He, he might be the best worst quarterback to ever be in a division. And so, um, you know, a few years ago when Tom Brady joined the NFC South, that that division was kind of quarterback rich. Um, actually, prior to that, uh, I'm sorry, we had Drew Brees in at New Orleans. You had Matt Ryan in Atlanta, who obviously had an MVP year. Cam Newton had an MVP year in Carolina. Jameis was at one point in time, again, uh, before Brady's arrival, the worst quarterback in the division. So, um, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and they're all classic teams. I'm a big sucker for that, obviously. And so, um, especially after the Devontae Adams trade, I mean, who, I don't know how it could get more enticing, but I'm sure it will. And you mentioned Brady there. Were you surprised at all to see him come back? No, I think everybody. I think everybody kind of assumed, you know, this, this was a temporary thing. I, I certainly was surprised at, at how temporary it was. But, you know, I actually respect that. I know Brady gets a lot of heat for a lot of different things, but, you know, he, he didn't Brett far the situation. He, you know, he tried it out and said, okay, I just, you know, I'm, I'd rather go back. And I, I respect that he was quick about it because, you know, you look at the Bucks and, and how they've attacked free agency so far. And if he had waited, you know, they wouldn't have been able to do that. And so I, I respect how competitive he is. I admire that actually. And you know, the Bucks, I wrote something about this, so it'll be out uh, later this weekend at our site, but the Bucks and the Rams are the only two teams that get it. I mean, you mentioned the AFC West. The AFC is loaded. That division, obviously, the Bengals, the Bills get Von Miller. And, you know, all of the people, basically, that the AFC West have added were on the NFC playoff teams uh, either this year or last year. 
And so the NFC is just weakening and weakening and weakening. Even the Packers are weakening, obviously, in, in trading Devontae Adams. And so the Rams and the Bucks are the only teams that smell that blood in the water. And so it's beyond me why the Cowboys would choose to join that party as opposed to taking advantage of it. So would you prefer to play guard or tackle on this offensive line? Because we need offensive linemen, and, and it's all hands on deck. Well, the tackles get paid more. So uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's where my decision ultimately lands. Um, but, you know, I'd also, I mean, pl- playing left guard is, is a bit of a shaky proposition in Dallas. And that's why I, I still don't think everybody was totally fair to Connor Williams. I mean, Connor's career includes a lot of time missed by Tyron Smith on his left side. It includes Travis Frederick's retirement on his right side and playing with a rookie in Tyler Biotish and a, a shaky player in his second season. I mean, if I'm playing right tackle, the only person I got to worry about next to me is future Hall of Famer Zach Martin, who is, is now at a stage where he misses some time. But still, he's the most reliable part of the offensive line. So I'd rather be there. Um, plus, again, you know, there's the money. But I mean, I, I think left guard is the bigger need for the Cowboys right now. Uh, just a lot of it's because they have a somewhat viable option at right tackle in Terrence Steele. But, you know, it's um, it's not a good thing. You know, I, I don't know how you can really feel like a, a true contender when you have two holes on your offensive line and, you know, only one real legitimate resource to fill it. If you're lucky. I mean, if, if you're lucky, you're going to draft somebody at 24 who you can plug and play. And that is already not, you know, in any way a certainty. But you only get one of those. And that's why, you know, free agency is a time that you have to utilize to some degree, which is why a lot of Cowboys fans are frustrated this week. How do they approach the draft at this point? I mean, obviously they're not going to make any moves at free agency. So who's who are the names on their board that you have to go get? Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a tackle option that, that's worth it. And plus, they, they seem to feel confident enough in Terrence Steele. But, I mean, I, you know, Kenyon Green, again, who went to the greatest school in the world, um, you know, is, is kind of the name every Cowboys fan is dreaming of being there at 24 because you need that guard. And, again, in, in all likelihood, you know, they'll start him from day one and, and you hope that he's, you know, your next Zach Martin guard-wise. Um, that's, that's it. And, I mean, so it's – not everything is guaranteed in, in football or in life, obviously. Um, so you, you've, you've got to cast as wide of a net as possible, but the Cowboys have, have minimized the, you know, the surface area of their net so much by not only, you know, not being active in free agency, but by, you know, releasing Lyle Collins, by not re-signing Connor Williams. And again, all those things in a vacuum are fine and make sense. You know, you've lost trust in Lyle Collins. That's fine. You know, we're not going to cry over that individually. Connor Williams had a rough go and had all the penalties. Okay, I get that. But the totality of it all has to be considered, you know, contextually. And, and, and you cannot just completely and totally wither away as a roster. And so, you know, the reality is at this point, we're now, you know, on the third day of free agency. You know, yes, there are players out there, but, you know, there's nobody who's a difference maker that's available for you at this point in time. There, there are more holes than there are, you know, chips to play for the Cowboys. So they're going to have to get lucky in a lot of ways, and, and, and that is their, of their own doing. RJ, what do you got uh, on blogging the boys for us? Well, you know, nothing but optimism, uh, is, is <laughs> uh, you know, on our end. But, um, you know, we're, we're tracking, obviously, everything that's happening. And, and every time something does happen, we, we try to contextualize it, why the Cowboys made this decision, why they did or did not bring somebody in or assign somebody, et cetera. Um, and, and we're touching it on every angle. We've got, obviously, our site is always operational. We've got emergency podcasts coming out. Uh, thankfully, the Cowboys always keep us in business in that sense. Our YouTube channel has got a lot of content as well. So we're just riding the wave. Uh, we're just riding the wave. 
uh, picking bad teams in, in the tournament and uh, and just think, thinking everybody, you know, that it's the weekend. You know, I'm just going to get a burger today and, and kind of eat my salads away. There you go. RJ, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot, guys. Have Talk a great to you weekend. Soon. All right. That's RJ Achoa from Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. <laughs> While he was talking, a thought occurred to me, Ward. It, you know, from where we sit, and again, we're not, you know, we're not at, uh, we're not at the star every day, and we're not inside those meetings and all of the, that stuff. But from where where we sit, and where I'm sure most Cowboy fans sit, it looks like a train wreck right now. It is a train wreck. Surely there's a plan. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously. I mean, if you can find it, I'd love to know what it is. Well, that's, that's what I'm getting at. I mean, surely they didn't sit down and just go, you know what? Huh. I think a lot of this took them by surprise. They didn't see a lot of this coming down the tracks at them and didn't handle it well, huh? No, they're befuddled right now. That's what happens when you're not progressive. I mean, you've yeah, got to adapt they're, they're, or you're going to get left behind. And Cowboys just got left behind. Well, it, you know. If you couldn't see how the last Super Bowls, the last two Super Bowls got won, and you're not willing, you're still not willing to get off your old ways. Well, you're you're never going to catch up. Well, because that's the way of the NFL now. That's life. Well, it certainly is is the model. I mean, today now the model well, may it, change, it but just, I mean today it, that's the model. Well, look at what's going on in free agency right now. Other teams are doing it right now, other than the Cowboys. They're trying to build for right now. They don't care about five or six years down the road. They don't. They don't give a damn about the draft nope. right now. It doesn't matter anymore. It no, that like. draft is. Let's plug in a piece to you know just that draft put is the icing on the that, cake. Yeah. That draft is okay. What's left out there? What, what 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 do we need? I mean, it's more of a need board now than who's there now. I mean, you see, you see some pretty massive changes. I mean, all you got to do is take a look at the Denver Broncos. Uh, and I guess now you take a look at the Raiders. Look at the Raiders. Yeah. Look at the – I mean, the Chiefs are making some moves right now to bolster what they have. Chargers? I mean, they Chargers moving. But, I mean, this – you know, releasing Collins, uh, uh, you know, the Gregory thing was, was just butchered. They're uh, burning it down, and I don't know it's why. It's a rebuild mode. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a rebuild mode, and, and that's – that makes absolutely no sense with what you just paid well, your quarterback. And that's why I'm asking, how, how can you go to a rebuild mode? Well, that's where they're at. With with what you've just done. I mean, one move says rebuild mode, and then the, you know, the two pieces before that says, hey, w- we're in this thing. And, uh, unless they saw what Dak Prescott did this year, and they go, well, we made a hell of a big mistake, and we're going to burn this thing down, and then next year when a quarterback's available, we're going to make the move. They're going to have to. Did they push all their chips to the center of the table no. last year? Well, they thought they did. Uh, see, I think so too. I think they thought. I think they thought that they had the football team to get to the championship and win a Super Bowl, and they took a first round exit. I mean, they had names. I don't think they had great players. They had well, names they, and they, the Cowboy logo, well, but they felt like they had it. That's right. They, they it, felt like they had it. They felt like they had a Super Bowl coach in place. And this was going to be it. They, 
and it blew up in their face. Yeah, I mean, go and that's why they're burning it down now. Yep. I, you you hear all the national talking heads. Well, we think that you know that offensive line was, but it wasn't. <laughs> well, look what the Cowboys are doing now. It's it's are dissecting that that mm-hmm. offensive line. All right, we we got to get to a break. It's eight forty nine. Eleven away from nine. We're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Don't forget, I drove by there. Man, they are flying with that construction. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has a new location at Loop 340 South next to Busby Feet. You can check out the construction progress every time you drive by, just like I did yesterday. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943, and, of course, uh, they are your one stop for all your steel needs. From uh, garage and carport uh, covers, they've also got uh, uh, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns. They've got it all at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. they got a location at Bryan, and they're still currently located at 913 South Loop Drive at Orchard Lane. And uh, they're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5. They'll be open tomorrow, 8 until noon. It's PioneerBoys.com. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by Shehan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. You will make more money as a Division One team of access to the NCAA tournament, and that comes with its own payout. You will get all of your games televised, usually on something like ESPN Plus or, or something like that. So there is money involved, but it's not game-changing money. You do kind of have to put the work in uh, and the finances in to be able to do that. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystosow.com. That's 5 days to so.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Call Alan Samuels House of Travel for your next all-inclusive vacation. As the world's leading all-inclusive company, Sandals is the best in luxury Caribbean all-inclusive vacation for couples. Let them send you on the destination of your dreams to Jamaica, Bahamas, Antigua, or one of Sandals' other luxury resorts. Let Alan Samuels House of Travel help you book your next Sandals vacation. Alan Samuels House of Travel is a full-service travel agency located in the heart of Central Texas that has been locally owned and operated for over 45 years. Visit them at houseoftravelwaco.com. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.55, we're five away from nine. Don't forget, we'll have uh, baseball for you tonight following the Baylor women's basketball game, Baylor women's basketball game at 2.30. John will be uh, doing his program a little earlier. He'll be on from 1.30 until 2.30. Then we'll have the basketball game uh, with Hawaii following the game, the Matt Mosley program right here on ESPN Central Texas, taking you right up to game one of the Big 12 schedule for Steve Rodriguez. It's the Bears and TCU. And uh, also opening up a four-game series this weekend, or a three-game series this weekend, will be uh, Baylor softball against McNeese State. That is going to do it for us. Many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. For Ward and for Garrett, I'm Tom. We'll talk to you soon on ESPN Central Texas.